Hey guys, this is Yay! this is Stolen Droids podcast. Obviously, as everyone who may have just caught the first like two seconds of our show here can tell, we are so pro at going live. Like, we that are. was awesome, totally smooth preparation. Uh, I'm, I'm Jake, uh, Jake Boyle tonight, which sounds weird. I'm oh me, sorry. I'm Marley Rosa. Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. I'm just Zoner, and I'm Zach Peralta. Hard-boiled New York detective. Sometimes I think, how far down this job do I need to go before I lose myself? <laughs> and tonight, we are talking about our favorite police priest, Precinct 99! Now, before we get into this, I want to just say something regarding last week's show. Oh, no. No, no. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. I just want to commend both Marley and Zach for how amazing that they did. We um, just we just listened. It was you did. really, really you did. We're, just, we're just good <laughs> listeners. But mm-hmm. it was a difficult topic. It was a difficult situation, you know, that you potentially were putting yourselves into. And you guys were awesome. I I really just want to say you guys I, were awesome. And thank you to our guests who joined us or who joined yeah. you guys. I think I think really Jay, Stefan, and Melinda, like they just made that show incredible and hearing mm-hmm. their stories and their experiences uh, and having that conversation, uh, it was just really um, humbling to listen it, to. Oh, extremely. Uh, and, you know, Zach, you mentioned a couple of times how angry you felt. And I, you know. I'm feeling it boil up just thinking about some of the, the things that we yeah. talked about right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to thank them so much for being on the show last week. Exactly. If you haven't heard it, please go listen. Like Jay mentioned on the show, it's not their responsibility to teach white people about racism. Like we need to go figure it out for ourselves and study it and learn it and confront it and deal with it on our own. Um, But we still appreciate them taking the time to share their experiences with us. Uh, Yeah. And it it was awesome. So we love you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. You got, I, I could not have been more proud. So, Thanks, Dad. Well, but, thanks. <laughs> I you are you are like totally in character, calling him Dad and everything. Like I didn't, I'm not dad. I didn't call him Dad. He's not Dad. No, <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I do want to point. No out, doubt, no doubt. So, so Zach. Cool, 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 cool. So Zach came on as Zach Peralta, and I realized I really missed an opportunity. But then I you're, thought, because your name is Jake, because I am actually Jake. And then I thought about it, and I thought being Jake Boyle is like some kind of weird fantasy like exciting thing for Boyle Charles Boyle would be like I don't think he could contain himself with a Jake Boyle up on the screen like that would be maybe very come true so come true um yes we're talking about Brooklyn Nine-Nine 75% of us absolutely adore the show 25% of us are just uneducated <laughs> and on, that's why on, we're here to on that educate. show or just in general i just want <laughs> to make i plead ignorance yeah in, just uh, in general in, uh, in general uh no it's way more than 25 percent that's uneducated are you kidding me that's Whew. very true we're it's podcasters true. but i i um don't like cop shows i don't right. like i don't like procedural shows in general and so okay. But I always loved Andy Samberg. Um, he was mm-hmm. just one of my favorite cast members on SNL. Uh, Hot Rod, that's definitely a, a My Generation movie. movie. So yeah. good. See, me and, Marley, me and Marley get it. Jake, have you ever seen it? I have. I like Hot Rod quite a bit. It is, oh. It's one of those movies that you sit down and you watch and you just have to know from the beginning, this is going to be so incredibly stupid. Yeah. And you just have to let go of any common sense that you have. <laughs> And then it becomes incredibly hilarious and just really. But the more you, the more every time you watch it, it gets funnier. Oh yeah, yeah. It, really? It, yes, I mean it's a great show, and I and Andy Samberg is an incredible talent. Um, yeah. I think the years that he was on Saturday Night Live, he was probably one of the top talents on the show. Some of the stuff that he did, especially with Justin Timberlake, and this is a family show, so we're not going to get into a lot of what he did with Justin uh, Timberlake. What, what do you mean? What are you I don't know. about? Something about something in a box. Anyway, I but, was actually uh, thinking about that one. earlier. Cut a hole in the box. What were you thinking about <laughs> earlier, Zoner? No, Zoner was just, thinking about that earlier. Just whether you know, or not we should be bringing up what goes yeah. in the box. Um, but but <laughs> I agree. Andy Sandberg. Oh, go ahead. Zach. No, but I was so I was I mean bummed when he left SNL, but I was so excited to see what he was going to do. And then I was like, "You're doing a cop show." 
Mm-hmm. I was really, I was super bummed. And then the pilot hooked me. Oh yeah. There is just something, a lot of sitcoms, when you watch them, uh, I, I warn people, one of my favorites is Parks and Recreation. And I always warn people, you've got to get through the first couple of seasons. Yeah. Once uh, Mark Dan, Mark Brandanowitz is gone, like the show just kind of takes off and they, and they kind of figure out who their characters are and the cast kind of builds a chemistry over time. Brooklyn Nine-Nine breaks that mold because most sitcoms, they take a season or two to really get going. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the cast just clicks right away. So oh, yeah. like you said, that, that pilot episode is a really good episode mm-hmm. and you, the characters are who they are from the beginning. Like they grow and they develop, but they are who they are from the very beginning and the show just works right away. Another thing that I think is common with sitcoms is they have a lull. Mm-hmm. Um, the Office obviously had that. Mm-hmm. What, for like um, the last four seasons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a long <laughs> lull. It was a long lull. Um, right. I have every every season, every episode of, of Brooklyn Nine-Nine I've enjoyed. I do not feel like it's uh, missing a, a beat at all. Well, and they keep you like excited too because like each um like each Halloween, like you know it's been yes. a, you know it's you, you know a year has passed <laughs> when you get to the Halloween episode. Oh, yes. Um, gosh. I I don't know how much how much of like spoilers can we really give here, but like I'll just say like it's what they call it is the Halloween heist. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to like give anything more away other than like what it is like that it's a heist, but like those ones, they're just like, they just get you so pumped again for the show. Yeah. Not that there's like a lull, but it's just kind of like a, yes, a Halloween heist. Yes. We're back again. Like, what are they going to do this time? You know, like what shenanigans, what, you know, how are they going to top last year? You know what I mean? So and it's then just they did always... it with that one thing and it's so good. Oh yeah. It's always exciting. <laughs> with the cummerbund? So, yes. Yes. With the cummerbund, the championship cummerbund. Yes. Not, nobody calls anyway. Um, I, I agree. And what's really amazing about that is that Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it started out on, I'm Fox. going to get this wrong. It started out on Fox, right? Yes. And then Fox canceled it and then After NBC picked five. it up. Yeah. NBC picked it up. And when a show changes networks, there's always that concern that like, is it going to be as good? Are they going to give it the same attention? I mean, obviously you don't want them to give it the same attention Fox did since they canceled it, I would say prematurely, but there's always that concern that it's going to drop in quality, that it's not going to be the same. Um, But really it didn't like Mm -hmm. it, it picked right up where it left off. And I feel like it was just as strong on NBC as it was on Fox and just as enjoyable. Well, and that. Oh, sorry, Marley, go. Well, the crazy thing is, is when it got canceled, like Mm -hmm. the fans went crazy. Like everyone was like, bring it back. Bring Brooklyn Nine-Nine back. And like a whole bunch of celebrities too. They got on their social media channels and they were advocating for it. And it was just, it was so cool to see like all these other celebrities like... You're like, they watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. You know, and it was, and and they brought it back like immediately. It was so great. It was so weird because Fox canceled it almost to make room for Last Man Standing, which is just not like Last Man Standing. Fine. If you enjoy that show, it's not like a horribly written show, but it's not (laughs) the same level that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, so that was, yeah, it was just weird. And it was Mm -hmm. cool to see the community come and get behind it and, and get it back on the air because it it needs to be there. It's mm-hmm. a great show. Oh, yes. One of the biggest proponents of that was Lin Manuel Miranda, yes. and then he ended up being on the show. Oh yeah. Uh, the other Erica startup is correct. Never There's not it. never a bad episode. No, a hundred percent. Another another person that really championed bringing back Brooklyn Nine Nine, who is yet to make an appearance, but I think really should. Mark, is Mark Hamill. Hamill. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh. Yeah. And Mark I would Hamill love it. Would, ugh, I, what, what would Mark Hamill be on Brooklyn Nine? I just want him to be himself on Brooklyn Nine Nine. That would be. Oh, you're right. You're right. Like, well, I mean, because Adam Sandler did that. He shows up yeah. as himself. Yeah, and I think if Mark Hamill came on there, and it would just be cool. Yeah, I think they'd geek out about it, and it would be fun. And because uh, I think Jake is a closet nerd. I mean, oh, absolutely. Like, especially with the whole fantasy book episodes. <laughs> Like those are fantastic. Yeah. And when he cosplays as the elf, 
And of course, Terry, as the as the warrior guy, Terry's amazing. Terry oh, Crews, like, is one of the funniest guys on TV. Like, just amazing talent. Um, just a class act guy. And I love watching him on that show. Um, I, there's nothing bad you can say about Terry. Well, the guy, uh, the guys wrote the the part for Terry Crews. Yes. I mean, there's a reason his name is Terry in the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you go through the cast. Um, mm-hmm. And I know we've lost we've lost a team member of the cast. Um, yes, gone but gone but not forgotten. But Gina, well, how could you, how could that, you forget her? Okay, can we talk about Gina for a minute? Yes, of course we can. So okay. how can we not talk about Gina for a second? Be- at least? Gina- Before we talk about Gina, can I can I ask a question? Yes. Yes. So <laughs> I get that this is a cop show. I Correct. get yes. that it's funny. It's got Terry Crews. It's got not Mark Hamill. Um, yeah, Andy it's Sandberg. got Andy, Andy. Samberg, uh-huh. and that's really all that I know. It's funny. So, like, what's the whole thing with it? Like, what oh. is the what's the spark? Yes. Okay, that's a legitimate question. And then um, we can talk about Gina Marley. I think I have things to say about Gina. <laughs> okay, the first thing is I think it is one of the strongest ensemble comedies on television. Yes. There are no there are no weak characters. Absolutely correct. Um, and whenever somebody gets an arc, um, it's uh, it's well deserved, and you don't feel like oh, well, they're just doing that for blah, blah, blah. the other thing it yeah. does is it um, it's so incredibly heartwarming. There are some yes. moments in this show that I'm I don't I mean from from weddings to funerals to whatever that they they just make you well up because it's so incredibly well done. It's because you laughed with these characters so much that you truly grow to love them. And so when either victory or tragedy strikes, you, I mean, you, you feel it, but it also tackles some really important issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, if I could compare it to any show that's kind of come before, and that's always hard because every show tries to be its own thing and you never want to be the next whatever. Uh-huh. But if I if I would compare it to any show that's existed, I would say it's very similar to MASH in in a lot of the same ways. It's a very ensemble cast. Um, it relies on that. The It does deal with some tougher subjects, but at the same time, it's making you laugh. But you are invested in the characters in the show mm-hmm. um, and everybody matters. Um, and I think that it's a very similar kind of concept with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I would say um, that this is much, it is more of a, an ensemble cast than mash was, especially in the later years where it revolved a lot around Hawkeye. Yeah. But, but this show, I mean, really you do care about each one of the characters and, you know, in the first episode, when you meet the characters and you've got, um, you've got the captain coming in, who's very straight laced, very, you know, by the book and Jake, who's very not, you're like, Oh, you know, this is going to be really lame and cheesy. And obviously they're going to become best friends and whatever. It doesn't matter. It still works just so perfectly because they play it so well. And, and it, when they do start making that connection, they start having that relationship, like it's earned and it feels right. And it feels good. Mm -hmm. Like they just, it's well-written, well-acted. The chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't already mention that, like, yeah, between the actors and the characters, it's, it's very on par, you know, there's, and and even if not all of them are like totally friends, like because there's a couple of like side characters who kind of pipe in every now and then with some funny things, um, uh-huh. but like they kind of um, they still like they work well with the rest of the cast. And it's kind of crazy that they didn't get um, talking about Scully and Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't get like credited in the beginning, and mm-hmm. I don't think they did until the show went over to NBC. Right? They didn't until Gina left. Which yeah. is so weird because they're they they're a, they're a main. Like they've been yeah. through in, out the entire series. You know, so it's kind of crazy, but yeah, they're just as they're just as part of the team as everybody else. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. And and everybody's so the characters are all so loyal to each other and you mentioned it being heartwarming, Zach, and I agree like you you're rooting for all of the characters in this show, except for the bad guys that you're not supposed to be rooting for, like the vulture or, you know, like, <laughs> vulture. I love the vulture. dude. <laughs> the guy who plays the vulture, that actor, 
everything that he's in, you know, he, if you don't know, he's the mayhem actor on all state, uh, yeah. but he was also, uh, Liz Lemon's boyfriend, recurring boyfriend in uh, 30 rock. Yes. And he always called her dummy. Like mm-hmm. he's just, he's just jerk in everything that he does. And I'm sure in like real life, the actor is probably a really nice guy, but man, he plays that jerky, arrogant character so well. And you just want to punch him in the face and it's, <laughs> it's perfect. The vulture rocks. Um, no, there, there's a Dean Winters. That's his name. Uh, there's a, I mean, a beautiful revolving door of, uh, of recurring characters that will pop in and out. I mean, you've got, uh, the Pontiac Bandit. Oh, Doug yeah. Judy. Doug Judy. <laughs> uh, Doug Judy. Kevin. Oh, yeah. Yes. Kevin's, Kev. Kevin's great. Uh, I, Captain CJ. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, just all these, all these characters. Well, and uh, a lot of these, a lot of these people, like you've seen on SNL, yeah. you know, like they're, and, or just other stuff, you know, they're, they're very well-known, um, actors. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, even yeah. Kira Sedgwick's on it. Yep. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She plays, uh, Captain Holt's rival. Oh, yeah. They're so <laughs> Madeline <funny>. Wunsch. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Um, it's, it's hard to talk about this show because I feel like we're just like, without spoilers. Cause I feel like we're just spitballing these inside jokes and they're all well, going over Zoner's head. You can uh, do spoiler. I don't care. I don't care. I'll, I'll never so, watch it. No, I'm wh- just joking. I, 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 then what are we doing here, <laughs> Zoner? Well, first of all, we're talking about Brooklyn nine, nine. So it's never wrong to talk about this show. Marley. So no, it's I fine. actually Even if do want to watch it, it though. It's Listen a to you, you guys. I do want to watch it because you are so invested here. And it's, it's, it's fun to see you guys. And I know my camera keeps cutting out so you can't see me, but you know, <laughs> it's fun to see you guys and just the excitement and the joy that you get talking about this. It makes me want to watch. So, it, if Jake were to speak right now, it would sound like this. So yeah, I appreciate that. You're welcome. I, it's funny. Brooklyn nine, nine is one of those shows Zoner, uh, that when you ask somebody, if you've seen it, you know, you love it. And you ask somebody, have you ever heard of Brooklyn nine, nine? And there's only two answers. Either they say, no, I've never heard of it or I've never watched it or whatever. Or they say, I absolutely love that show. I have not ever met anybody who's like, yeah, I watched a couple of episodes and I couldn't stand it. I'm sure they're out there, but I don't want to meet them. So don't ruin my fantasy. of I I think you're right on this one. Like, I feel like everybody that I talk to that's seen it just loves this show. And they like get excited when you start talking. Oh, you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? And like, you're in like your best friends right Mm -hmm. away. So how does it compare to like uh, Parks and Rec or Community or something like that in terms Uh, of just draw you in and make you sit down and binge three seasons in a day. So I, I mean, for one thing, it is the ensemble and we've harped a lot on the characters and just how well they mesh. And it's all the characters can mesh with each other, similar to Mm -hmm. community, or you could have a a Jeff Britta adventure or an Abed Shirley adventure. Like all the characters could match up. Uh Um, Very similar with Brooklyn nine, nine. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, it kind of comes off as a workplace comedy, okay. which which are always, I mean, relatively enjoyable and successful. But then all of a sudden there's a bomb threat and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm watching a cop show. Yeah. And they actually deal with real things. I just want to point out Erica's comment here because I think it's in response to Dishonor asking how it compares. And I agree with her. I think it's as far as sitting down and binging. Because I do think a lot of the shows that people like to sit down and binge, it does take a season or two to get into it. But I think with this show, you can sit down and it sucks you in from the beginning. And it's super easy to sit down and watch three seasons in a day. I see. That's how community was for me. I actually did watch three seasons in a day or two yeah. days. It was, um, yeah. And I was at work too. So I got paid for it. Sweet. Nice. Ooh, wow. nice. Well, I and hope your boss is- doesn't watch this show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, no. He, he knows. well and the thing is too that like once you've seen all of brooklyn 99 like to go back and rewatch it is is really easy like 
it's easy to just like pick an episode and just like pick right back up and just like enjoy it for, you know, however many episodes you want to watch. Mm -hmm. So similar to the office in that vein where you could just sit down and, Oh, this is the one where Michael burns his Mm -hmm. foot or, Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Or it's just kind of a fun, like, I mean, cause a lot of my friends have seen the show. So if we're all like hanging out together and we just want some like show in the background, we turn on Brooklyn nine, nine. Um, nice. cause yeah. it's, it's just nice background. It's funny. You know, we'll tune in to like certain moments of it, but you know, we've all seen it. So we don't really have to totally pay attention, but yeah. it is just one of those like really like lighthearted, um, for the most part. I mean, yeah, there are some really like, they do tackle some really good like, yeah, serious do. issues, um, and, and social issues as well. But it, but at the same time, like it's, they know what they are. Like they know it's mm-hmm. a comedy. And so they do try to like, you know, turn it around and, and make uh-huh. it, you know, like they're, they're really good about that. Like it's very tasteful. Okay. Yeah. It, and, and when they do go serious, those moments, because you do care about the characters, like they, they work really well. It's not they're like so a, deserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like a full house moment where like at the end, the sad music starts <laughs> and they're like, Oh, hug, hug, and this is like, whatever. Yeah. No, like they're very serious moments and they deal with real issues. One of the things I love about Brooklyn Nine-Nine is the amount of diversity that's on the show. You mentioned The Office. Like The Office, really, you've got like the token minorities on the show, right? You've got Oscar, you've got Stanley, you've got Kelly. But like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the cast is so diverse. And Oscar was a twofer. Yeah, Oscar was a... Yeah, he was. Um, But... Captain Holt could be a two for a two in that case. He deserves so, it. But, but I mean, but he's not, he's not just like, you don't feel like he's token because you, you're no. right. There are, there is so much diversity. I was reading an interview, uh, Melissa Fumero, who plays Amy Santiago, and then mm-hmm. Stephanie Beatrice, I think Beatrice. is her last name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who plays Rosa. Yes. Who plays who- Rosa. By the uh, way, when you see her interviewed outside of character, it's, it's so like crazy. unbelievable. Different it's so person. weird. Completely so, different. So, Zoner, Rosa is a very tough as nails, gritty, grimy cop. <laughs> um, She's badass. She drives a yeah. motorcycle. She could like... Wears leather. Yeah. Yeah. She's cool. But then in real life, she's so happy and perky and pink. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Um, but... But both of these women are of uh, Latin descent and mm-hmm. are, are both incredibly talented. But when they met each other in the casting rooms, they were they were like, we need to style our hair completely different because we don't want to walk in and just be the two token Latina ladies because then they'll only pick one of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were they were honestly concerned about that, that you only you, I mean, this is a show that's going to be on on Fox Network. You can't have. You can't have, I mean, you've got to have a a, a certain ratio of, I'm, yep. you guys yeah, know what not I'm trying UPN to say, right? Yeah, so, like, in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. You, well, and it was, again, they canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine to make room for Last Man Standing, which clearly has the cast that meets the ratios that you're talking about. Yes, exactly. Uh, it, but there, I mean, you have several uh, Latino, Latina um, cast members. You have several black cast members. You have several LGBTQIA cast members. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, yeah, Sorry. no, it's oh. and it's beautiful. And it's so beautiful how they all just are together and supportive and love each other. Yep. And, and they do that. And then they don't shy away from the tough subjects that come up from having these kind of characters. You know, the, I, I think back to the episode, um, I think it's called Moo uh, where, where Terry loses his yes. cow and he's got to go find her <sighs> and he gets harassed by a white cop oh, yeah. because and Terry he's out. is a cop he, and he's a cop mm-hmm. and he's in his own neighborhood where he lives yeah. and this cop harasses him and it deals with this whole issue and listening to um, Jake and Amy having to explain this to his daughters, which by the way, was just a great, like watching them try to explain anything uncomfortable to these kids and like getting ready to be parents themselves. And it was just awesome. And then you've got the episode where Rosa comes out to her to her parents and how nervous she was. Who's she's tough as nails and she comes out uh as bisexual to him and like things like that. They deal with it in a very real way. 
Um, they don't hit you over the head with it, but they do in a way that you're like, I, it, it makes you look at the world differently than, than how you might see it just because of your own experiences. It's a sneaky two by four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. See, I just care if it's good characters, good story, entertaining program. That's all Correct. I care about. Check, all three, check, all three check. Set marks. Uh, <laughs> speaking of characters, every time I rewatch the show, I feel like I have a different favorite. Right now, Jake and Marley, who are your favorite characters? Who is your favorite character? That. <sighs> so the I'm first time, you, the first time I watched through answer. it, I was a I was a Jake Peralta. Yeah. I mean, I still I still oh, love Jake Peralta. Yeah, right? yeah so absolutely. Sweet. Yeah. So so freaking good. But this past rewatch I went through, and I loved him before, and um, I never felt like he was a weak character, but I just found him to be so freaking funny, and I laughed at, like, every line he had. Captain Holt. Yes. Yeah. I love Captain Holt, and I think he's probably my favorite character on the show. I... I'm very played similar. By, played by Andre Bauer, just so you know. Though. Yeah. yeah. I'm, okay. I'm very similar, um, Zach, what you were saying. Um, I think Jake will still always be my favorite on the show, but uh, yeah, lately I've found Holt, like, and, and especially in these recent seasons, like, I feel like they've just like really like maybe I'm just appreciating it more or maybe he's always been that funny but like I just love his character and like I took one of those like BuzzFeed quizzes like which character (laughs) are you and I got Holt and I'm like what that's that's really weird because I'm like nothing like him but oh but you are according to BuzzFeed but BuzzFeed knows all right so but yeah no and I like I definitely have a special place in my heart for Rosa and as well as Terry. And then, you know, yeah. like, it's just, I mean, all of them. It's, how do you pick a favorite? That's why it is so hard, but I did, I did just want to explore that and see what you guys think. I Jakob? Think, I, I think uh, for me, I like to think of the characters in pairs almost. Like, I love watching the relationship uh, evolve between Jake and Amy, obviously, mm-hmm. but I also I love, love the relationship between Jake and Captain Holt. No, you don't like that one. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I love them. I said, I love oh. those guys. Oh, I thought oh. you said, no, no, um, no. I was like, Oh, I love them. Like they're so cute. I love okay. Them. All right. I was like, sorry. I love Tiago. Uh, I love Rekha. Uh, I love, um, uh, Jaboyle. Jaboyle. Oh man. It, yeah, the relationship between Boyle and Jake, like there's just so many relationships and friendships on the show um, that you can explore and uh, that I enjoy quite a bit. Captain Holt is hilarious, though. I mean, the way he the way that the lines are delivered with such a straight deadpan face mm-hmm. and the stuff that he says is so ridiculous and you can't help but laugh because it's just great. Like it's just done to perfection. Uh, and his his relationship on screen with his husband, Kevin, is like gold. Those two, mm-hmm. like when Jake calls him his two dads, I'm like, yep, that's perfect because they are <laughs> just awesome. So I and even even the episode where Jake's trapped in the house with Kevin, that's oh a great gosh, episode. And their was. relationship. Here, you should I show... only have Nicolas Cage movies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I told you he's got range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was even nominated um, for an Oscar for that one. What? You should show Erica's comment for her favorite character. Oh, yeah. I am curious. Cheddar! (laughs) Cheddar is a Holt dog who is a a corgi, and he is so cute. And he makes an appearance throughout the show, and he's adorable. And he's always involved in the Halloween heist. (laughs) Always. My daughter's dog is named Cheddar. I'm going to have to ask her if there was any inspiration copyright infringement. You can copyright a name like that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to have to ask her. She just moved in yesterday with me, so I I can just go upstairs and ask her. But yeah, is is this inspired by Brooklyn Nine-Nine? So I've got IMDb pulled up right now, um, which is how I'm so good at knowing names. Okay, we do Uh, need to call this out from Jason. Pimento. That guy. They made me try human blood, and now I'm gonna taste for it. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Mendoza is so funny. He's so his great. relationship with Rosa, like, oh. is just messed up. But you're still like, but they're perfect for each other, and they're just so cute. Even though they're psychos together, oh, yeah. and it's just awesome. Oh yeah. 
love Pimento. Pimento. I love um, it when he's hiding out in Boyle's kid's closet. He's like, there's a monster in the closet. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, he's um, in, in Nicolaj's closet. Nicolaj. 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 What am I saying wrong? I just watched that episode. <laughs> um so but they have and they have those running gags like that. Yes. Um they it's the the attention to detail with the dialogue and the jokes is so spot on. Um I just so I'm looking at IMDb. Uh Mark Evan Jackson, also a hilarious actor, plays Kevin. Do you guys know what his last name is? Mm-mm. Kevin's last name? Uh, isn't it Bacon? No, it's, oh, no. it's Cosner. Oh, yeah, Kevin Cosner. Yeah, That's Kevin, right. I, I, was I, knew, like, was, I right. knew it was some other famous Kevin. Yep, yep. You got Kevin Cosner, Doug Judy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, what's Doug Judy's sister's name? Trudy uh, Judy. Isn't it Trudy? Trudy. Trudy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, all of these. Uh, oh, man. Oh, and Bradley Whitford as Jake's dad. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like, I, great. I haven't I haven't even slept with that many people. Only like a hundred. A hundred? Why is that a lot? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty low by pilot standards. So <laughs> I love I love him in there as Jake's dad. Um and what I loved even more is uh the actor who played Amy's dad. And now I can't oh. think of his name. And it's really oh, killing me. From uh he was in Star Wars. Yes, but he, so I was talking to Zach about this show earlier, The West Wing, so Jake's Jimmy dad, Smiths. yeah, Jimmy Smith, so oh, Jimmy Smith is awesome, yeah, so Jake's dad played Josh Lyman in The West Wing, who was the deputy chief of staff for President Bartlett, but in the last season, he runs the campaign for Matt Santos and becomes his uh, chief of staff, Matt Santos is played by Jimmy Smith. So there's the connection there to the West Wing because Josh Lyman and Jimmy and Matt Santos, those are the two actors anyway that play their dads. I nerded out when I saw it. All right. I got excited. My oh, wife thought I was you. weird. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. That's great. Jacob, I'm ha- We're all like, that's great, Jake. Good job. I wish I hadn't brought it up now because you guys. Um, no, you're good. <laughs> it didn't okay. It didn't we ha- matter. We need, we need to talk about Tim Meadows, who plays Caleb, who was Jake's cellmate. Yes. This is good because you mentioned your wife was watching oh Hannibal my earlier, so this actually works out really well. Who is, <gasps> who is a watching, cannibal? She's watching Hannibal. That is she like is the my, greatest show, but it's so yeah. crazy. Yeah, I can't. No, I thought Brooklyn Nine Nine was the greatest show, which is why we're here, Marley. We're, Marley, come on, make up your mind. Pick a listen, lane. Listen, listen. <laughs> we don't have to conform to the rules of society. We can have multiple greatest shows. All right. Let us know in the comments if you could have multiple greatest shows. We yes. have our own reality. So. Uh, he is so great uh, in that show. Tim Meadows is one of the most underrated comedic actors out there. Now, Tim because... Meadows from SNL, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who was okay. who Just has been sure on SNL forever? I don't know if he's still on SNL. Is he still trapped on SNL? Okay. No, he's not. Because he was on no, there Keenan, for like Keenan ever. Thompson took his took his place. Okay. Um, unfortunately, it's true. Keenan Thompson is like the new resident, never going to leave. Oh, yeah. he's been on it longer than anyone else. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I almost. But oh! but yeah, Caleb the the cannibal nope. is just. He's isn't so... he a, isn't he a child cannibal? Yeah, he specifically. Well, he eats kids just because they're they're easier to catch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You eat yeah. one kid. <laughs> like. It's so the other, bad. The other thing that's really and cool I love that every it. time he says something new to Jake, he's like, "Just stop telling me." Like, I don't want to know. I, know. I don't want to know anymore about you. <laughs> this this show, um, this show did something for me that a lot of shows, comedies haven't done, and that is make me think about the importance of diversity. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Parks and Rec. And I love mm-hmm. The Office, and I love Community, and you know what? Community is a really diverse cast as well. Yeah. Um, but Brooklyn Nine Nine makes the diversity not only forefront, but just—I mean, I said this word before, but beautiful. Yeah. 
it works so well together to the point that you're like, why isn't everyday life like this? Why isn't there this much love between people who are different all the time? Yeah. Cause look how freaking funny it would be. Yeah. Well, and how great they are. Like they're the best. I, I don't know. I assume they're the best precinct in, in the NYPD. I Nine can't nine. imagine anyone being better. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and I love it because if we're watching it and my kids come in, I love that they get that picture of seeing so many different people. But then I want them to leave when the dialogue starts because it's obviously – I mean it's not super kid kid friendly and I don't necessarily want them repeating some of the lines like title of your sex tape and things oh, like that. Title of your sex tape. <laughs> that's, the, that's the new uh, – that's, that's what she, what she said. said. Yep. Yeah. But, oh, title of your sex tape. But I love that they can come in and they can see all of these different people interacting and being a team. Um, like somehow they realized the original vision of Star Trek on this sitcom. Like, I don't get it, but they did like better than any Star Trek series ever did. So um, it's just it's awesome. It's incredible. And it does show what we can accomplish when we come together, as opposed to always focusing on being different and not being able to work together because of that. Because uh, Jake Peralta and Captain Holt totally opposites they shouldn't get along on any Mm -hmm. level but they totally do and they've got each other's backs but it's but again it's all deserved every yeah every laugh every relationship every gut punch every beautiful moment in this series is so deserved yes absolutely it's yeah brilliant yeah it's not like none of it's fake none of it I mean, it's all fake. It's a fictional. It's not a real series, honor. None of these people are. They're all actors. You mean TV's not real? This doesn't actually happen in Brooklyn. I know. Police officers aren't really this nice in New York. <laughs> I don't think police officers are really this nice anywhere. Sometimes all the detectives um, don't just sit around in at the station and goof off all day. What? No, is that not what happens? No, I'm sure that's how it happens. <laughs> Actually, I, I know a guy who used to be a homicide detective, and that is basically what he said happens is they kind of, if they don't have cases that they're working on, they kind of just sit around the station and whatever. But um, anyway, I, I I just really love that the relationships are real. You see the relationship between Jake and Holt grow over the years um, and become what it is now in the sixth season. And it wasn't that in the beginning. The seeds were there, but they let it grow over time and they didn't rush anything. It wasn't this false, like, put them together. Now they're best friends. Like, uh-huh. no, it didn't work out that way. So it, it's it's really, really well done. And I love the diversity piece as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can overstate that, to be honest. Um, and from what I understand, the showrunners are, um, I mean, Mike Shore, who, who's worked on The Office, Parks and Rec, he's done so much, um, mm-hmm. are... are phenomenally kind and um and listen to their casts and this is from what i understand right but i mean we live in this world where it seems like every other day there's a new showrunner a new executive producer who has a a claim against them and so to see a show that is so genuinely like pure and good and with good people behind it is really nice but i know like melissa fumero she's been pregnant several times during the run of the show they Hmm. always work with her to um to make this work when terry cruz would come onto the set and go nine nine to get everyone pumped up and everyone go nine nine they put it in the show yeah um they they i mean these showrunners understand that it is it is the cast it is the i mean don't i'm sorry the directors and the writers are all extremely talented as well um mm-hmm. but it is the cast that, that brings this to life and so they I mean, it's it's a symbiotic relationship creating these episodes. Well, and it doesn't matter how good your writers are or how good your director is. If your cast hates each other, it's going to come across, especially over six seasons. And I don't mm-hmm. think they do. I really don't think they do. I I would be shocked if they did. I mean, they're all professionals, and I think professional actors can get through working with anybody. But to come to work day in and day out, uh, as excited as they were when the show uh, was brought back after being canceled. I don't think that you're that excited if you hate coming to work and working with the people that you work with. Exactly. Like, I think there's definitely like, they really enjoy being on the show together and being part of that cast. Um, I I would, I would be surprised to find out that they don't. And, and I that would be really generally sad. makes for better, better viewing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
So I got to tell y'all, uh, Erica commented here. I don't know if we want to put it up on screen. She said that right there convinced Zahner when you were talking about the... The child cannibals. Child cannibals. <laughs> That's what got you? Was I was... Child cannibal? Good night, everybody. That was well, hilarious. We should have just started there. With... We should have. Well. Uh, but then, you know, editing this would be a lot easier. Uh, <laughs> it's like two minutes. Boom, we're done. Uh, but... No, I actually pulled up my phone and I was looking to see, okay, where can I stream this? Hulu. And Hulu. I saw it's on Hulu. So Hulu. I went ahead and I added it to my stuff, y'all. Yes. Yes. Nine, nine. Okay. So, so can we, can we talk about Gina yet? Yes. Oh, yeah, Marley, of course we can talk about Gina. How can we not talk about Gina? Let's talk about Gina. So Gina is, so just so you know, Zoner, so she's a character on the show. She's basically like a, I want to say like an admin assistant at the police yeah. station. So she's not she an officer. She's not a police yeah. officer or a detective. Was this Chelsea Peretti's character? Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yep. I am familiar with her from her standup. Yeah. So I might be in the minority here, but like, I have to say, like, it's not that I hate Gina. It's just, she's my very least favorite character on the show. Like, she, she bugs me. I'll be honest. Like some of the comments she makes is very awkward, like, and a little yeah. out there, but there's also really good Gina moments. Like, don't get me wrong. Like she has some really, really funny moments, but I wasn't sad when she left the show. First of all, I don't know how in a show where Hitchcock and Scully exist, how anyone other than them can be your least favorite character. They are designed to be your least favorite. <laughs> like they like, and they're interchangeable. Like they're both disgusting and gross, and you're just like, why? Just don't talk because they're just awful. They're so uh, funny. But they're, but they're like Jean Ralphio in Parks and Rec. They're supposed to be really, really bad. Um, John Ralphio. But I get it. And they're the worst. Uh, but. Um, <laughs> Gina definitely has her moments. Like there are things about Gina that you don't like. And I think that's by design, right? There are things about her that you're just like, she is just some of the stuff she says just, yeah, over the top. And it's just not likable, but at the same time, she is the human personification of the 100 emoji. That's uh, see, that's true. It's hard to argue that. Well, that, that that's from the words of Gina Linetti herself. Right, and and obviously it's got to be legit because she made her own statue to leave behind when she. Left, <laughs> which was... right. But and and so I I can feel what you're saying there, Marley. I I agree that there are some things that are very very annoying about Gina, um, but she had her moments too, mm -hmm. and there were some things that worked really well. Like I loved her relationship with Charles because it was just the weirdest, oh most bizarre gosh. thing, especially after their parents got married. And like, oh yes. All of that, like uh, the whole thing, but she, um, so I, I get it. Like she is obnoxious and she is annoying, but I think it works cause she's supposed to be. And I think there's still some heart there, you know, I do like, I do have to say, I do like her friendship with Jake Peralta because mm -hmm. they, um, they like went to high school together. Right. So they like right. elementary school. Oh, oh wait, they, no, sorry. No, they went to high school together in the show, but in real life, Andy Samberg and Jeff Freddy oh. were in elementary school. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, in, yeah, but in show, yeah, they, they go back a long way. So they, they know each other. And like, mm -hmm. I, there, there's some, definitely some moments throughout the show where, um, like you see their friendship shine and she really like, they, they help each other out. Like, um, wasn't it the, I swear it was those two in the scene, like when they found out that like Peralta was in like a lot of debt or something and then like Gina kind of helps him or I don't know. I can't remember the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. No, mm -hmm. Gina is the one who helps him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And she just, she kind of like gets real with him. Like she like all of a sudden like kind of becomes like a, like a serious Gina and she's like, Kate, we're going to help you kind of thing. Like she's very loyal um, mm -hmm. to her friends, even though she's very much about herself, she's still like she has her friends backs, you know, and that, I mean, and that is, that was definitely, that's definitely other, a good quality of hers. Other than letting everybody believe that Jake was the one that told on the football team. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it, Jake was the tattler. The, the tattler. <laughs> the fact that we are going back and forth like this, I mean, we could probably do this with a number of shows, but 
I want to end this podcast so I can go watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like that's my plan after this to go yeah, watch an I, episode. Yeah. I gotta go 20. catch a couple as well. Yeah, like it's it is so and and there are so many different things. I love. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I mean, Zach wants to in the in the podcast, so he should just stop the show because Zach's done. And once he's checked out, like let's be honest. <laughs> Sorry, did it I just, just goes show downhill. you that my crotch I just, again? That was not supposed to. I'm just trying to close my computer. Every time, Zach. That's why I have to wear pants when we podcast. Yeah, guys. that's true. It's like a rule. Everybody I, else I do gets fine. That. Nothing to worry about. But Zach, no, you got to have pants on because we don't know you what's going to happen. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, God, hold on. Let me take care of this back here. Okay. <laughs> got it. Everything's fine. What? You know, <laughs> Zach, I, I just got to say... I hate seeing you go, but I but love, I love watching, watching you leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like this. This is this is a fun format. We should find another show or movie or something that one of us has not seen and try to convince them to to view it. Ooh, I agree. I like. And so, Zoner, you got to watch uh, some Brooklyn Nine Nine. We'll do a follow up. You don't have to do the whole series in two days, but um, but give it a watch and let's uh, let's see what you think. What is Doggo? Is that a show? Did someone was there a dog in someone's screen? I don't know. What are you talking about? Tim, Tim Pratt would like us to put subjects in our emails. I don't know how to do that, Zoner. So I'm going to let you and Colin um, figure I that out. I think we need to talk to Colin about that one. All right, Tim, we'll work on that. We'll Colin, on make that. it so. Damn it. Okay. <gasps> we also you have... can't say a swear word, you. <laughs> 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 but wait, we have some other homework, you guys. We no, also what, what, need what? to take the character quiz. Oh, I have. I'm Jake Peralta. Surprise. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I have I have not taken the character quiz yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if I came out as Boyle, to be honest. No, nah, man. I'm... You, you're no? an Amy Santiago. No, I'm not. Yes, I promise we're soulmates. You're... Well, okay, maybe. Well, no, I thought <laughs> Colin was your soulmate. You can't have more than one soulmate. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, you're the alternate? Oh. He's the alternate. <laughs> He's my soul mistress. Listen, I don't I don't like to <laughs> be the twist. second choice very often, but in that particular instance, I'm all on board for that. That's so. that's a pretty good position right there being the alternate. All right. This is we're talking positions and alternates. Let's just move on now. Wait, so. wait. There's also there's also a quiz out there to find out like it's like the trifecta. It's Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Parks and Rec, and The Office. Like which mm-hmm. character are you like from each one? And then it mm-hmm. kind of like analyzes it. That was a fun quiz as well. So I haven't seen that one. I've seen the the Parks and Rec in, in Brooklyn Nine Nine, and that one I was Jake Peralta and Ben. Oh, yeah. On that one, I was actually Maybe. Amy Santiago and crap. What is his name? T- Tom from Parks and Rec. Tom. Tom Haverford. Tom? Yeah, I was Tom. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can't remember who I was from the office. Maybe I, was I Kelly? I might have been Kelly, which See, is so weird. But like, I don't know. I, it worked. Is, is that a good thing? <laughs> Being Kelly Kapoor, <laughs> absolutely. So I'm nervous to take a quiz like that because if I took a Parks and Rec quiz and I came out as anybody except Ron Swanson, I would just cry. But I I'm know I'm not way. Ron Swanson because he's <laughs> just amazing, and you can't be Ron Swanson. Um, I'll have to look for that link. Yeah, I, it, I love I took Ron it, Swanson. I took it forever ago. Like, it was at least was it, like two years Was it ago. like BuzzFeed or was it? I think so. I'll have to find it and send it to everyone I know. All right. Oh, this is, this is just telling me what episodes I would like. I found the wrong thing. It just told me what episodes of Parks and Rec, um, mm. The Office, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine I really like. And it is correct. I do like all three of these episodes, but it's not because I want to. Which episodes did they t- did it give you? Uh, I just went off the page. So it's not going to tell me. But I can tell you the one where Brooklyn Nine-Nine was the one where Sterling Brown uh, guest starred, and it was just it was just Jake, him, and Captain Holt interrogate him. Uh, interrogate that episode him is genius. So good. That so that good. is, I yeah, oh, like I it is so it. well done. Okay, I, Marley found it. She's going to put. I think I found it. Oh wait, she's going to no. put it in the comments. Nope, she no, didn't find it. No, this is Brooklyn Nine Nine Parks and Rec in the Good Place. No, we don't want this. I do love the Good Place. The Another Good Place, is yeah, good. that is good. Do you want me to? Do you want me to share this link? It's from Buzzfeed. No, 
No. No. I won't. No. You know what I want. Okay, let me find okay. it. Wow. Wow. We'll find it later. We'll post it. So we'll post sure it on the yeah. We'll make post sure it on Facebook. Us on social media, Solar Droids, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'll Look we'll at send Jack it out. Actually helping. Oh my gosh! Look at that guy. We'll we'll send it out. He's gonna interrupt Jake again. What? What are you talking about? I I just keep interrupting you for fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just gonna say we'll send it out what in an what? email with no subject. So anyway, I think we all need to go watch some Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> okay, so I just took the BuzzFeed quiz. I have a okay. Okay. Amy Santiago. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I can totally see that. Yeah. Um, okay. The funny thing is, if, if you're listening to this, you don't know what just happened. But Jake booted me from the chat. Yes, uh, that's true. And, and so I was not on screen anymore. But for some reason, I saw it happen, and I thought, "Oh, why did he boot Zoner?" Like I was looking at Zoner <laughs> and seeing my zone, and I was like, <laughs> "Nope, it was you," because you kept interrupting. So I was like. Fine, I can solve that problem. Um, <laughs> anyway, this has been a lot of fun. We should find another show. Uh, we need to talk about like, okay, who's seen what and who hasn't seen something. Yes, uh, and and talk about another show like this. It'll be hard to top Brooklyn Nine Nine just because I do love this show so much. It's it may be one of my favorite shows. I was going to say Absolutely. that's a stupid thing to say. It's obviously one of my favorite shows. I was going to say it may be my favorite show currently on TV right now because I don't know if there's anything that I'm enjoying more that's current. I think I think I'd have to agree with you, actually. So, yeah, um, but even all time, I think it's it's up there. So, oh, it's in my top five for sure. It's right oh, yeah. there with Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. Oh yes, that's a good one. I think that's we've all seen it, but we yeah. should still talk now, about it sometime because it's amazing. And now we've all seen it. Oh, that was you, awesome, Zach. Did you just barely see it, Zoner? No, you guys did. No, I've, I've I saw it forever. It air. No, yeah, same uh, here. Sorry. Um, Jake. Jake just saw I, it. I just saw it. Yes. Jake, wow. you just barely saw it like when yeah, it came on Netflix. Dude. So, <gasps> yes. Doggo. <laughs> there was the dog. Eric oh, was there there was a dog. Yes. Oh, okay. Now we know what Doggo is. Hi. So it's when Last Airbender originally hey. came out, I was in my 20s and dating and i just didn't watch it when it came out but i just watched it recently it was very good and we should definitely talk about it okay but we'd also love to hear comments and suggestions from you guys uh on what you'd like to hear from us uh we'd love to know what you want us to talk about like zach said follow us on all the places you can see there they are (gasps) all the places so many places so many fun places And we would love to hear from you in any of those places. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening and watching today, uh, leaving your comments. Erica, it's always good to have your comments on there. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, thanks. And Erica, it's Uh, Tracer. Daniel, everybody that stopped by and left comments, thank you very much. We always appreciate that. And uh, I was going to say we won't see you at the movies, but that's the other show. Yeah. Um, Thanks for watching, guys, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) We'll see ya. Bye. Bye. And I'm last. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.